Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Call the show at 401-737-1287. Southern New England Sports Original. 103.7 WEEI. And good morning, everybody. A happy Sunday to you, as we always tip off our morning with a happy salute. Good to have you with us. Thanks for waking up with us. I'm going to give Tim Welsh a did you know because he loves it as we shake the cobwebs off and we reflect on the busy week in sports. There's certainly a lot to touch on today. Three weeks from Selection Sunday. We're going to dive into that. But with the Celtics, did you know, Tim Welsh? that they have an eight-game lead in the Eastern Conference. The last time they had an eight-game lead in the Eastern Conference at this stage in the season was 1985-1986. The glory years of Larry Bird and Robert Parrish and Kevin McHale and a 40-1 and home record and an NBA title. Does that bring you some unity? Does that bring you some good feelings that the Celtics are headed towards an NBA championship with 25 games sure. remaining. Why not? Who else? Who else but the Celtics? I mean, bring, bring it on. Uh, they're playing great, you know, but, you know, again, first of all, the Eastern Conference stinks. I'll, I'll just tell you that right now. The, the <laughs> gap between them, the gap between them and the next uh, group is, is big, is big. I mean, the Milwaukee Bucks are just horrific. Uh, it's just, you know, they're, but no, let's go down the positive road. They're a very good basketball team. What are you going to say? They're playing well. You know, I'm not one of these guys get me to the playoffs. I want to enjoy the ride. And, uh, I think they're enjoying it. I think they're enjoying it. They're a fun team to watch. They're unselfish. Uh, they're gritty. You know, there's, there's not enough, there's not anything to scoff about. Now the, the latest is, uh, the national talk so to speak, the experts near, you know, guys way above us uh, that neither have never played or coached, but anyway, they're experts. <laughs> and it doesn't matter. You can still have a take, but uh, that's, you know, when there's nothing to talk about, when you have an eight game lead and you're the best team in the league, you try to find something and uh, they, uh, you know, they shoot too many threes that if they shoot that many threes, in the playoffs, it's going to come back to haunt them. So anyway, uh, but I think, you know, they'll, they'll adjust to their game. I, I've said this to you before, Joe, I think has taken a huge step. He's a really good coach. Now, Joe Missoula, uh, last year was unfair to him, but he handled it well. And, uh, this year is, this year's a different story. I mean, they're, they're 
you can't scoff at much they're doing. That's for sure. It wasn't wasn't last night a microcosm against the Knicks, so I know we're you know dealing with some injuries, but Knicks the Knicks are clearly a better team this year, and they'll be a contender. And, you know they'll they'll probably make a little noise in the playoffs, but on a night when they double team Jason Tatum, and you know the knock has always been how's Tatum going to deal with that? Is he going to work out of the double? Uh, can he pass out of the double? He did it masterfully. He was the player of the game. He had 19 points. But he was the center of what they did offensively. They hit 43% of the threes. Nine of 11, what, in the third quarter when the game was tied at halftime. and figured it was going to be a one-possession game the way it was going in the first half. But they just poured it on in the second half. Six players and double figures, right? They got the balance they needed, exactly. It's cliche alert all around. You know, I'm sorry, but... That's who they are right now. There's balance everywhere. You and I have come on many times in the past, the last couple of years, saying they don't have the balance. But now they do. And, you know, whether it's Holiday hitting a big shot or Horford or Porzingis had 22 and hopefully he stays healthy. That's your – it's another little red alert there with the Celtics, as we've all, we all know. But the fact that Tatum, Tim, is playing unselfish ball, that's a huge indicator, isn't it? It is, and I think he's playing better defense as well. Um, and, you know, last night they only took 35-3, so that's a step in the right direction. I mean, I don't I don't buy they're going to take 55 threes every night. I, I just don't. That's not going to happen in the playoffs. They're too smart. They're too experienced. And they have a, a real great two smart, smart players in the backcourt in uh, Holiday and White. I mean, you can't, you can't sell me two better guys to run a team than those two guys. I mean, they are, they make, they seemingly make every right move. I, I've, I've rarely seen them ever this year force the issue. You know, it's just the game comes easy to them. It, it's, it slows down when they get the ball because they make good decisions. You know, that's so different than Marcus Smart. And I think that's huge. That's a huge issue right there that he's not out there. Now, if he was out there, uh, I would not trust anything. No, that they're gonna they're gonna make right decisions, especially no. down the stretch of a tough game. So, but he's long gone, and the guys they have in in his place. Now, the pro, the thing is, White White was on the bench last year, and Marcus is out there running around, which makes drives you crazy a little bit. That you know they went this long with him when they had Derek White just sitting there. You know, and he played, of course, but and he hit the big shot against Miami. We all remember that. But, but, you know, it, this year's different. These two guys are. Really, really intelligent basketball players. Yeah, they are, and White's fantastic. I mean, that's you know, take a bow, Brad Stevens. Take a bow, Celtics management. That guy's going to get paid this year. He should get paid. He's like guys like you who been coaching for years. I mean, tell me a coach in America that wouldn't wouldn't like Derek White's game. Uh, played at Colorado with you know not much aplomb. Good for teams for finding him. Uh, I don't pay attention to him at all in college for that matter because he wasn't flashy and he's similar now in the NBA where he's cranked up his offensive game, but who cares about the flash? He's just, he's your proverbial guy that knows how to play basketball. Yeah, he does. And, uh, you know, the, the crazy thing, you look at the Spurs, they're one of the worst teams in the league. They just hand gave him to the Celtics. Exactly. I mean, I, you know, what is Greg Popovich doing down there? I mean, they got the great rookie. They still can't win. They can't even keep, win a little bit. So I don't know. I don't know what they're doing down there. But all I know is that Derek White was is a gift that keeps on giving. He's he is terrific. 
and it, you know, I heard him interviewed on this station earlier in the week. He's just a class guy too. He he knows his role. He can do a lot of different things. He's he's bigger than you think. He's like six five, but his his arms are long, so he can guard a lot of different guys out there. Uh, defensively, he can just make a lot of different things happen out there. And that's the thing I think the Celtics a little bit underrated is their defense is, is better as well this year. I think when they want to lock down, they can. Now, they got a lot of length out there on the court, and that bothers people, and it bothered the Knicks last night. It did, and Pitt Tatum said they should have held them to 90 points, uh, and that's that tells you that, that they're it's a, it's a top-of-mind thing now on defense. 401 1037 We're going to start early with a call. We're going to lead off, Tim, at 7.08. Time check on Meter and the coach. Let's go to Joe in the car. Wants to talk some Celtics. Joe, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, you know, Coach, well, you're right. The Celtics, as far as in the Eastern Conference, blows everybody away, which I really don't care about what they do in the regular season. We all know what happens in the playoffs. Tatum doesn't show up. They don't play defense. Like I said, they can blow every team out by 100, but the playoffs will count. And as far as if people think that the Celtics is a short deal as far as the championship, that Western Conference is a very dangerous conference. I mean, they are they're stacked over there. For, so I just, you know, as a Celtic fan who's been disappointed in the last three, four years with this, with this group, the reason why I feel like they're not going to win the championship is three reasons. A, Jalen Brown, that guy, I mean, I thought Marcus Smart was the poison on the team. Jalen, Jalen Brown, this guy, and I defended this guy last year. Jalen Brown this year is a problem on his team. The defense, they're not. I mean, coach, you said that the defense better than last year. I, I, I gotta disagree with you. I mean, these guys gotta understand that they can't just show up when they want to. Like, okay, let's play defense today. They gotta be consistent. And to me, this year. They're not consistent. Mizzou still hasn't proven to me that he's an NBA coach. I'm sorry. He still hasn't done it. I mean, with a team like that, I could I could coach that team and win 50, 60 games. I, I mean, come on. Could you I, now, Joe? Come on. We're giving, we're, we're giving Mizzou way too much credit right now. So, let, let's, 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 you know, hold the horses. Let's see you in the playoffs. And Tim, you got to show up. The guy's got to show up. So let's just see. Uh, let's go Celtics and uh, and that NBA team. That NBA game last year was the worst fourth uh, I've ever seen in my life. That was terrible. Those guys don't care about the fans. Those guys are all just like, hey, let's all hang out. Hey, I'm an all star. Oh, you're an all star. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's, let's wear these cool clothes. I think he was about to recite a Smash Mouth song over there. Yeah, a couple things there, Joe. First of all, today's not the day to bang on Jalen Brown. Uh, And overall, it's not really the year to bang on Jalen Brown. Tim and I have been of his biggest critics. He definitely has his peaks and valleys, but last night he was superb. Uh, And I think he's getting it. He's starting to come around in terms of his all aspects of his game. He's not perfect. He'll, He'll make the crazy turnover. He still can't go to his left. He's not perfect, but he's a terrific compliment, and he's a really good scorer. Uh, Can't bang on Joe Joe Missoula this year. Look, don't love his press conferences at times. I think he's going to work on that, but who cares? Uh, As long as he takes his timeouts, as long as he uh, wins some games down the stretch in the final two minutes, which they're going to need in the playoffs, uh, 
Can't bang on their defense, especially in the aftermath of last night. So you're a little bit off there, Joe. You can bang on the All-Star game, which was absurd. Co- Coach and- Joe Nakar meter always oozing with positivity here early yeah, in the morning. Like, I mean, please. Tim and I have their worst I get it. It's a cold morning. I, 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 was, I was not happy driving up here either, but let's not manifest something that's not there. No, it's it, you're 25 games remaining. You're you're on pace to win 65 games, Tim. Yeah, and uh, the team you saw last night that you played, that's probably the team that I would say is the best chance to give you a, a run for your money. And that, obviously, that that group last night is not the group that you know that that I'm talking about. The Knicks have a lot of injuries right now, but if they get healthy, you know that's a team. I think that's the best, biggest threat. I mean, Orlando's good, I guess. And, but, you know, everyone talks Miami culture, and Jimmy Butler sits out every other night. You know, they're, they're waiting for the playoffs. But I think the Knicks could be the issue. I mean, I don't know. Tom Thibodeau is famously uh, runs his players into the ground, and I think you're seeing that again this year. I mean, last night Brunson played 38 minutes. And, you know, He's, he's famous for that. Uh, and I'm not, I'm not talking about load management. I was just talking about, you know, over usage every night, you know, too many yeah. minutes, but and maybe the injuries, that's part of the reason right there, but they are a good basketball team. I enjoy watching the Knicks. I like the way they play. And uh, I would love to see a Knicks Celtics Eastern conference final. That would be, that would be something I think to, that, that they're a matchup that the Celtics, uh, they could give the Celtics a run for their money, but, Still, I think there's a big, big gap in the in the Eastern Conference. But the West is uh, – he is correct with the West is very good. The West is very – Golden State is playing great right now. Minnesota, Oklahoma City, Denver. Uh, Phoenix is always a threat with that with that roster. Uh, guess the Lakers, I don't know. They, they're they missing something. They're, they're missing something. I mean, the Golden State just ran right through them the other night. But Golden State's playing very, very well. Kaminga, the young kid, is flying for them right now. And, since Draymond Green's come back, they, I believe they have the second best record in the league, something like that, or the best record in the well, West. That's so why Steve well. Kerr got an extension, right? Seventeen and a half million dollars. You think Kerr uh, is, uh, is 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 basking in the afterglow of that as the highest paid coach in NBA history? Yeah, well, he's just going to make sure Draymond Draymond takes care of his business because obviously we know he's a he's a guy that could explode at any time. Kerr probably deserves the extension more than Popovich, who was the highest paid before this extension. Yeah, they're all they're all going to cash in. Look, it's it's the current state of the NBA. I mean, when your twelfth guy's making eight million dollars a year, you, everybody's doing okay. But I think it's a point now that with twenty five games left, and this is the stretch. This is when we can really start to really crank it up here after the All Star game. Which another point that Joe was right on. They shouldn't even consider that a game. It's not. I mean, it's obviously an exhibition anyway. But it, it's all all bets are off. The absurdities, the low levels of no defense, the lack of effort, the players even walking the ball up the court like Doncic. It was just. I watched ten minutes. I had to turn it off. It was consumer fraud. It was. But uh, as Bob as Bob Ryan tweeted, it was. If you're a basketball fan, avert your eyes. This is something that you can't watch. Coaches are court gestures. Uh, Doc Rivers and you know everybody that was coaching the game—they don't care. Uh, there's, there's no strategy. 
they got to get rid of it. Just just get rid of it. Figure out something else. I don't know what the solution is, uh, but there shouldn't it shouldn't be a quote game. There's nothing there. It's 211 points tells you all you need to know, right, Tim? Well, all I need to know is I've I've put the All Star Game in in my closet. All Star Games in my closet a long time ago. Uh, so whatever happens, it's it doesn't affect me. It doesn't affect me. It's one night. I'll watch something else. Uh, you know, let everybody yell and scream about it, but who cares? You just don't get the moments with the NBA All-Star Game anymore. Where, where 15, 20 years ago, yeah, the games weren't great. They were more competitive, but you at least got moments, like the, the Kobe and Jordan and Madison Square Garden in 98. You don't get those kind of moments anymore. The All-Star Saturday night is diminished. The whole product is the law of diminishing returns. It's it's horrendous is what it is. It's you know, the best all-star game is the baseball all-star game. I've always, I've always said it, and it's true, because they actually try. Uh, and, you know, you actually see some pitching and a little strategy. It's not just to, you know, go go huck, go huck a 48-foot three-pointer and then walk back on defense. But whatever, that we're not going to spend much time on that, that's for sure. This is a jam-packed week as I open the show. Uh, I thought about some memorable quotes this week, and there are a lot of them. You can go to, you know, you want to talk Jason Tatum talking about the MVP again. That was another topic of discussion on talk shows. Are they too focused on the personal awards? And that's always brought up this time of year with the Celtics. Uh, you want to talk about Alex Cora uh, last Monday at spring training saying, I don't want to talk about my future. I'm not, I'm not prepared to discuss my future with the Red Sox. People taking that and running with it, saying that he's, Done after this year, which I think he's probably going to get fired anyway. Uh, but uh, there's a few others that we, uh, of course, the Dynasty show that I don't know if you're watching, Tim, on Apple. Everybody's really hopping on that one. Boy, let's hop on the Dynasty show because this is the dark dog days of sports. And God forbid we talk about anything else. Uh, overplaying a, a documentary, which is I find pretty enjoyable. I, it's a hard task to fit. Uh, I don't know everything in in 48 minutes for for the Apple producers, and I know it's a craft narrative and blah 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 blah. Everyone's upset with that. Bill's the villain, which by the way he should have been on many levels. Bill Belichick should have been the villain, should have been portrayed as the villain, and he was uh, in the first four episodes of the show, which continues. But let's talk about uh, college basketball, which you didn't hear this week on the local airways, which is pathetic that people didn't play the soundbite, but we're going to play it now. I know it happened last Sunday, uh, but a guy that people love in this area, Rick Pitino. And Rick Pitino went nuts. Uh, Rick Pitino lost it again. Rick Pitino became Rick Pitino. It took him, gee, deep into the season with St. John's. In his first year, not his third, not his fourth, his first, a job that he knew what he was getting into. You said this at the beginning, Tim. Uh, he'll ride a honeymoon, and then it will probably all come crashing down. And now it looks like it's all come crashing down on Rick Pitino. So let's, Joe, you have these sound bites queued up? It's ready. All right, let's go to some Rick Pitino sound from last Sunday after they lost a game. I think they're unathletic. I don't think they move well laterally. I don't think they're going to pick it up in the next week. Um, I think they're slow laterally. I mean, Sean Conway gives you everything he can. He's slow laterally. About five guys are slow laterally. Even, even the Celtics when we lost... I've enjoyed every minute being a Boston Celtic coach. Didn't like the fact that we lost in that following year, but this has been the most unenjoyable experience I've had. 
since I've been coaching. Do you have any second thoughts of taking this job? No, not at all. It's not St. John's. It's my team. I think they're very respectful. They hear, but they don't listen. It's taken me a month to get them to throw bounce passes. Actually, two months to throw bounce passes. Just thinking of getting ready for Georgetown because Georgetown could definitely beat us. I'm not even thinking of the future at all. I'm just thinking of the next game and the next game and the next game, and that's it. Fin uh, just try to get as many wins as you possibly can and represent St. John's in the best fashion you can. They're not happy with it. Wow. Now that's burying your team. Uh, you need no, you know, obviously we, 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 we can't say that enough. You don't need to hear that from us. Uh, that was after in the aftermath of a loss. They did come back to win against Georgetown, mighty Georgetown and Ed Cooley uh, on Wednesday, 90 to 85. But Tim, when you heard that Patino soundbite, what was your initial thought? It didn't seem happy. I mean, obviously you can't say that and he knows it. And that's why he apologized. He, he had a huge apology after the game on Wednesday. Uh, we all know, all coaches hate losing, but I think Rick hates it. He can't take it as, as bad as anybody I've been around in the business. Uh, I know that for sure. So, you know, it's just one of his, uh, flame outs. I've he's done, been doing this for years. Uh, it's, I think it's, bit more vocal now because he's got a struggling team usually he doesn't a team that's usually his teams are in the ncaa tournament and this one isn't but he recruited it uh you know he raved about the recruiting class when he signed it i do know that and you know i didn't like the party buried his assistants too you know that's uh that can come back to haunt you it really can um you know you could say those things i've i've said those things to sometimes my team some, but I've said those things a lot to my assistant coaches in a private office, but never out in the public. I mean, no. I just, it doesn't, it doesn't do you any good. It, there's no positive to it. It's all negative. So that's, that's the only thing you got to be careful of. And, you know, moving forward, we'll see how they are. You know, they're not a very good team. So it's probably not going to affect them one way or the other. Uh, the problem is he's going to have to go recreate another team. He's got a lot of guys that were, uh, 50 or fifth year guys. So he's going to lose most of that roster. And the other part of that is the guys that left are all playing very well. The guys that were on the roster a year ago, he went in clean house. Uh, so you get the leading score at Wisconsin. You get the leading scorer at Memphis. You get the big kid from St. Hall the other night who played very well against them. He was on St. John's last year. There's like four, four or five guys. Uh, Pasha Alexander's played very well for Butler this year. I mean, they could use those guys. Oh yeah, and they were right there. They were. I, you know, I don't know the, all the ins and outs. Maybe they were all leaving anyway because they were recruited by Mike Anderson. But uh, he apologized, so you got to give him a pass on that. But he's got to live with what he said because, we're, as he said, I did. This was his quote: "Words matter." Like he didn't mean to be. He didn't mean to criticize his team, but he certainly did. He certainly did, and he said it: "Words matter." So. You know, he'll move on. He's he's been through a lot in his coaching career. He'll figure it out. You know, one thing about Rick, he's 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 one of those guys. He can turn the tables very quickly. He's he has that ability as a, with his personality. So I'm sure he's done the right thing since with his team. And you know, kids today aren't going to dwell on that. Now the problem, and I heard Seth Greenberg talking about it yesterday on game day, is that you know the recruiting aspect of it. You know, those guys that are in New York, are they 
you know, were they upset that some of their kids were called out on stage? But, you know, this is, this is, this is borderline professional sports. Everybody's got to get over it quickly and everybody will, everybody will. We all know how it goes. It was the latest story and it lasted a few days and game day brought it up yesterday again. And we were talking about it this morning because it happened last Sunday night and that's it. I'm sure no one's even discussing it at St. John's. I'm sure. And now the other issue is that he, he, he ripped his facilities. <laughs> I, I wasn't sure. Yeah, you know, that's, that, that's beyond the pale for an athletic department. Mike Craig, their athletic director, I'm sure, was not pleased with that. And I'm, obviously, if you've ever been to St. John's, as you have, you know that they need an upgrade. I'm sure they're probably working on that. And they were hoping hiring Patino would give them that boost they needed. Um, I think they they have more money now than they did before he was there with Mike Anderson and that disaster. But I think another good point to make here, and you know, you, you're giving him a more of a pass than I do. I think this is really bad for him. It's a, the optics are horrendous. Uh, you can apologize all you want. Uh, Tony Delk, one of his former players, it hit on it. This generation of players does not respond to criticism well. And you said it in the past. They're they're more, they are a more uh, kinder, gentler generation, a more cuddly generation, a more hey, it's okay, you'll get them next time. We'll be okay. Go have some cookies. It's gonna be all right. Go pat them on the back. You can't Bobby Knight him anymore. You can't Jim Beheim anymore. You can't Rick Pitino anymore. And maybe that's not you know all encompassing for every roster, but you have to baby these guys a little bit. It's just it's just a different generation, and that's why coaches aren't screaming as much as they used to. Uh, I I've seen it, you've seen it. We travel all around college basketball. Guys aren't really, you know. I guess Shaheen Holloway is one of those guys that still does. Danny Hurley still does it. Uh, kind of you know goes off on their players during timeouts. Not happening anymore, and it's not happening because of that reason. You got to read the room. And Rick, you can apologize all you want. This was pathetic. Like you ripped everybody, everybody. You threw everybody under the bus. And well, yeah, I thought Jay Billis made a good point yesterday that you know if a player did that about his coach, and, right? Wait a minute, you had a, we had a nineteen point lead, and you put you know called the wrong plays, or you didn't call a timeout down the stretch, or you know. Can, can you imagine I, if the Niners players were doing that to Kyle Shanahan last week? No, well, it's a, it's a tip's point. It is pseudo professional basketball now in college, the college game. We can get into that too for the, for the NCAA ruling this week. Uh, but yes, Joe, that wouldn't happen. Uh, it might happen on, you know, it would happen a little bit with Bosa throwing his defensive coordinator right under the bus, Steve Wilkes, and, you know, it didn't help his cause. Uh, but no, it, it, it was, this was really bad. I'm sorry. This is not a good display. By Rick Patino and a guy, I saw a guy that, you know, looked like he was totally, you know, he was off the rails 25 years ago when these with the Celtics rant. And I know it's what he does, and that's why I said it's Patino being Patino, but terrible optics for him, horrible. Well, the last thing I'll say before we hit a break is that, you know, you don't take a job till you, unless you know what the facilities are and if you can be on the same level at some some point with your competition. And you know, everybody knows St. John's uh, facilities, everyone, including Rick. Exactly. You know, I know. I know. You know, Carnesecca is dated. They redid it. Still 
not great. Uh, campus is in Queens, in Jamaica, Queens. You know, if you're trying to recruit kids to Jamaica, Queens, and you know, that's not an easy task either. It's a city school. And uh, so there you have it. You, you know what you have going into it. But he was so, he, he wanted to get out of Iona. And so he, he ran to St. John's. We'll see how it goes. You know, he's a great <laughs> coach, but you, you got to be careful with the, this stuff. That you know, This stuff doesn't, I don't think doesn't work in today's world. And, and you talk about Danny Hurley. By the way, Danny Hurley does not do that to individuals. He's, he's more of a group yeller. I've been to many of his practices and I, I was trying to evaluate his methods, the methods to his madness. And he really doesn't yell at any particular player. He just, he just yells to yell at the team in general. And it's just, and it's not really, a lot of it's really not negative. It's just a kind of a motivational thing, energy that he, that he provides out there and it's working for him. That's for sure. Yeah, no, and that's uh, three weeks from Selection Sunday. That despite their their loss, which is going to happen to everybody in college basketball, you're gonna this, this just in. There's no undefeated teams for a reason. Uh, but that was, you know, people people again. It's it's recency bias. Oh, they lost to Creighton, you know, on Wednesday night. So therefore, look out. They might get. They might stub their toe in the tournament. No, they're still the best team. UConn is still the best team. There's still we still know who, who the top four seeds are. And we'll get into that. 401-777-1037. He's Tim Welsh. I'm John Mita Perel. Joe Passarelli, you're up next. Now, here's what's true. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. <laughs> 